On today's episode, my good friend Julie Bauer of Paley OMG joins me to talk about our collaboration on the Fed and Fit Project and book, how she's expanding her blog, the advice she gives to people who want to flatten their tummy and build abs, and then insight on how to develop and build a profitable business. Welcome back again to the Fed and Fit podcast. Today, I am thrilled to welcome back one of my great friends, Julie Bauer of paleomg.com. She's the owner and founder of paleomg, and if you have not been to her website yet, you should go right now. She's got over 650 recipes there. That's a lot of recipes. You could cook every single day from her website for almost two years and not eat the same thing twice. That's that's a lot. She posts three new recipes every single week. She's a fashion icon with regular weekly fashion posts and links to constant sales and deals. She's a CrossFit coach, inspiring fitness advocate. She's the mama to the most adorable puppy dog named Jackson and one of my most favorite friends. She's a New York Times bestselling author. She's got three books under her belt and her latest Julie Bowers Paleo Cookbook is probably one of my most favorite books ever. I constantly have it. I have it at the top, tippy top of my cookbook stack and I flip it open all the time for inspiration and for really, really solid recipes. Welcome to the show, Julie. I'm so excited to have you. Wow, you are just the greatest. That was such a great introduction. (laughs) Oh, thank you. You're such a doll. It's probably my favorite part of this job is writing introductions for my friends. Oh, you're so sweet. You're seriously the nicest person, Cassie. If I wish people could know how nice you are, which they probably they probably do, because you're like never cuss. You're just the <laughs> kindest human being, and you're always like good morning. <laughs> to every single person out there. So they probably know. I hope they know. I hope they know that I mean it. And then of course I've got um who I've got friends and family that say they just can't handle that kind of energy. I just went to New York, right? Um for this just a really mini press tour just to meet with some folks. And Kimberly, my sister went with me and we roomed together in the hotel room. And Kimberly, Julie's met Kimberly, my sister. She's the country music singer. And she's got a lot of energy. But <laughs> Kimberly, by the end of the trip, she looked at me. She's like, Cassie, you just keep being you. Because I don't understand why you're so happy when you wake up. But it makes me want to be happy, which is great. Because Kimberly's got, I don't know, she's like this little shiny, bright, shining star, I feel like. so. Yeah, she has so much energy. She is. She's a performer. She can really turn it on. It's awesome. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, she can. I digress. Um, I'm so excited to have you on here. Okay, and just to give you guys some background, you probably heard a buzz about Julie and I working together. And really, in a nutshell, Julie graciously agreed to indulge me when I asked her if she would help uh, me when I was augmenting the new release of the Fed and Fit project. So I feel, you know, I've got kind of the geeky background when it comes to nutrition but I wanted you guys to have the best information and we've just been working tirelessly. I've been working tirelessly to get you that stuff. Um, but when it comes to fitness, I mean, I've said this a bunch here on the blog, but I'm kind of like a baby deer stumbling through fitness routines. <laughs> and, and, um, and Julie is just, I mean, she's the best. When I think of the best, she's really is it. And so she helped 
um, by sharing her expertise there. She authored the Home Friendly Workouts for the 28-Day Project, and then the two of us worked together to build an entire fitness index complete with photos of each movement in the Fed and Fit book, which hits shelves tomorrow if you're listening to this on Monday. So that's Tuesday, August 16th, and it's so exciting it's here, but she just, she came in, she did an amazing job like she does with everything that she puts together. She just has top quality work, so I can't wait for you guys to see that, and they kick my butt, Julie. Those workouts are awesome. Good. I need to start doing just some, like, just to talk about the book and show people a couple, um, maybe I'll do that next week. Yeah, I just want to show people a couple of the workouts just to see a little sneak peek of them and just... I'm going to be reviewing your book next week. So I'm going to put a workout in there and show people what they can do with it. I love it. Because I made your uh, curry last week. I actually just had it for breakfast because I um, have leftovers and it is delicious. You like it? Yeah. You know my obsession with curry. I I just can't. I could eat curry for every single damn meal. (laughs) And I love it. Yeah. It's so good. That's awesome. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Yeah. The... It's just it's just kind of fun to have finally have a copy to flip through and see everything that's in there. But she was a huge help there. And if you're curious, I hinted at it early in January when Julie flew down to San Antonio. Um, but we we filmed some videos for the project online, and that's kind of going to be a soft opening. But the first group's going to start early September, um, and it's really just we've been there's a wait list that's collecting right now at FedAndFitProject.com. Um, so you're welcome to put your information in there. But we will slowly release that as the as the months go by, and you can see her beautiful face and all of her wonderful thoughts about how to actually have a lifestyle, a healthy one with food and fitness. So, anyways, yeah. okay. Enough about that. Let's talk about you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. If we have to. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, okay. The first off, I would really like to ask you. you, So you started PaleoMG as a food and fitness blog. And, of course, you've got over 650 recipes there. So you're an accomplished recipe recipe developer. um, And you share a lot of fitness tips and weekly workouts you're constantly keeping things fresh, but I know that you're looking to expand your blog into more beauty and travel, which is so exciting. So I would love to know, you know, what are your thoughts behind that? What do you, what's your vision for the blog and um, how do you see it all working together? Well, when I started my blog, I think it was like five, five or so years ago, it just started just for food. Um, and it was just paleo recipes. And then the more I would talk about different stories, like maybe struggles that I was going through, uh, the more people connected with those things. I was like, well, why don't I talk about this more? So I kind of expanded into fitness. And then when I started posting outfits, when I started my first uh, book tour, I saw people were really interested in the fashion. So I'm like, why don't I talk about fashion? And so I started expanding into that. And then um, people actually started asking about my skin because I had really bad acne before and I've been able to turn it around. And so I was like, okay, why don't I do beauty? And so I just kind of keep expanding because I see feedback from people. And uh, then it makes my life more interesting too because I get to talk about different stuff that I'm truly interested in. And so um, I just did a skincare post last week and I have some trips coming up. I have a trip to Portland and a trip to Palm Springs and a trip to Key West. And so I want to talk about all those places that I go and the uh, different meals that I eat and how I 
travel and stay healthy and stay working out and stay um, like up with my diet the entire time. So it's really, I'm expanding because people are giving me this feedback and because it's just stuff I love. And if, oh, dang, sorry if it beeped. But it's, <laughs> if it's stuff that I love, I know it's going to be stuff that other people love as well because we're all this big happy family together through the internet and there's so many different interests. And so I want to really showcase the, all those different interests all across the board to different people. Totally. That's, I love that's that. That's a long answer. <laughs> I love it. That's a great answer. You know, and it really comes down to, it might seem semi-unrelated beauty and travel with paleo, right? Or a paleo diet direction. But I think it's so important to put that stuff out there because people often wonder if you only put up recipes on your website, right? Hypothetically, if you're just putting up recipes, you know, you're kind of leaving the lifestyle, the rest of it as a mystery to folks. And I know some people who struggle with trying to be perfect in everything. They think that they can't do paleo if they're not doing totally paleo skincare, you know, oil cleansing and stuff like that. And it just is so helpful to show you do a great job of showing like your, what I ate in a day and what I worked out and what I did today. And it just shows how to live the lifestyle instead of just kind of these arbitrary perfect rules that um, tend to be put out there. So I think it's a really, you do an amazing job of living an example and you're, you're walking the walk and you've, you're figuring out a way to share that in a really fun and engaging way. So keep it up, and girl. That's what I think is so cool about and so empowering about paleo is when I started to change my diet, I felt so good. And so my workout, my workouts got better. I felt better in my skin and I was able to showcase that through fashion. And, mm. um, the better I feel, the more, the more life I have, honestly. And I want to show that to others that the way you eat can expand into so many different things and can make you feel so good. And everybody will see that. And that's what really paleo became for me it was it just wasn't just what I was eating it was my complete lifestyle was how I felt all around really that's awesome that is such a great and important note as well because and that's something people ask me they're like do you drink magic juice in the morning what is wrong with you child and I really think I struggled with being blue in college and afterwards I just didn't feel comfortable in my skin and mm -hmm. I remember my dad you know just makes your gut wrench just thinking about it. But I remember my dad looking at me and he's like, are you okay, honey? You just don't seem like yourself. And for years, and I just didn't know what was wrong. And turns out I just was inflamed and I didn't feel good yeah. and I didn't feel good in my skin. And as soon as I got all of that right size and I really started taking care of myself and I just kind of went with the flow and stopped worrying about being perfect on a diet like I had been for years, I just, I felt like I stepped into the life I was supposed to have. And you're totally right. I mean, a lot of my, uh, my energy, I identify with that comes from that. My skin, I struggle with that too. I don't know if you and I've talked about this, but I took Accutane and had, you know, just major skin um, obstacles to get over when I was younger. And it makes your, it makes my skin extremely sensitive. And it's just amazing to me that I found a way to have healthy skin at this point in life. Yeah, absolutely. But that's great. That's, that's really inspiring. Um, keep keep expanding. It's so fun. It 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 has me inspired. I really I want to dabble in fitness and excuse me fashion and I do some beauty stuff, but the fashion stuff's just so fun. It's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, good. Um, okay. So speaking of all your hard work, 
This is kind of a wishy-washy question, but we're going to figure out a way to talk about it. Um, you are one of the hardest working girls I know. And every time I'm around you, Julie, I always come home and I'm like ready to kick butt. I'm like, Julie does an awesome job. She gets up. She works hard. She kicks butt. She doesn't make excuses for herself. She just gets it done. And I'm like, I'm going to do that too. <laughs> so oh, you're totally the same way. <laughs> you work 10 billion times harder. I don't know how you keep everything straight. It's crazy. It's just spreadsheets. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to use Excel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, I this is, this is a really tough question, so I'm sorry for putting you on the spot. But... You know, is there something that you feel keep, because I know there's some people who can, they can stay motivated in waves, you know, they can, they maybe have seasons and that's good and that's healthy, but I know you work hard every day, you stick to your schedule, you're very committed. Is there something that you think is a little, something you tell yourself or um, kind of a, a secret to really staying on top of things as well as you do? Because that's a question I get a lot is people will try stuff and if and then they kind of peter off after a little while, but you are you're very consistent. So if there's, I'm trying to drag this question out so that you have time to think about it. But no, what are I, your thoughts? I get that question. I think a lot actually, okay. and I kind of talked about it in one of my weekly workouts posts recently. Um, it's just holding yourself accountable. Like when it comes to working out. It's just something we should do. It's not something we like to do, but it's something we should do for our bodies, whether that's walking, running, yoga, kickboxing, spinning, something that's getting your heart rate up, something that's challenging your body, something that's working your bones. We need to do it. And, you know, we don't always like brushing our teeth or flossing our teeth, mm -hmm. but it's something that we do because it, we know that it's good for ourselves. Same thing with food. We don't always want to cook. We don't always want to eat healthy. Fast food is easier. It's faster. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's cheaper, whatever. There's all the excuses in the world to not take care of ourselves. Uh, but it's just something we should do. And we have to hold ourselves accountable because nobody else is going to hold you accountable if you're not doing it. So at the end of the day, I work out because I know it's good for myself. And I know that I'm going to see long term effects from that. Um, say it. And I always turn back to the teeth brush and teeth <laughs> flossing because I think a lot of us are like put off flossing. Mm -hmm. And then say we floss and our bleeds, our, sorry, our gums bleed. Mm -hmm. We're like, oh, I shouldn't floss like my gums bleed. <laughs> well, this be, it's bleeding because you're not taking care of your gums. <laughs> so maybe that first day, that second day sucks, that third day sucks. If you keep with it, you're going to see like healthier gums. Your gums don't bleed anymore. You're seeing the effects from it. Same thing with working out or eating healthy. Okay, we don't see really maybe the first effects in a week, maybe a month, maybe a couple years. Like mm -hmm. working out, you don't see the effects always right away. Everybody's different. But if you work out on a regular basis, if you take care of your body on a regular basis, you are going to see the long-term effects. So like short, short answer, holding myself accountable is the only way I really do it. If I don't hold myself accountable, nobody else will. My husband's not going to, my dog's not going to, <laughs> my friends aren't going to, it's going to be me. And so at the end of the day, you just have to 
make sure you're doing it and say, okay, I'm doing it. I don't want to do something. I'm going to do it. And that's it. That's just how it is. You take care of your kids. You should take care of yourself as well. Bam. I love that. Yeah, good. (laughs) I love it. That's a great answer. I love the analogy of the teeth. That's so true. Um, And, you know, and I think I might have talked about this on a previous show here, just the psychology of building habits. But it's exactly what you're alluding to. It's so painful at the beginning and nobody wants to do it. And even when you get going and you've built the habit, I still don't wake up and I'm like, I can't wait to go crush it at the gym. You know, I don't, yeah. I don't actually wake up thinking that. Um, but it becomes, I, I second guess myself less once the habit is developed and I just automatically put on my clothes and you automatically floss your teeth. And, you know, and it just, it just gets a little bit easier because the guesswork's taking out of it and holding yourself accountable and not waiting for someone else to give you permission or encouragement, I think is crucial because you're never, you're not going to get it just like, just like what you just said. Exactly. Oh, that's great. What if, what advice do you have for somebody? Again, I'm blindsiding you with all these questions. No, I like it. (laughs) You're so good on your feet. Um, (laughs) what? What advice would you have for somebody who feels like they've been working at a grain-free lifestyle, Um, you know, they've got a good balance, they've been working on it, they've been working out, but they feel like they've hit a plateau. They stopped stopped progressing. And because at first, when you first make the switch, the progress is really exciting because um, especially if it's the first time you've given up grains and processed dairies and things like that, um, you can kind of see big things happen in the first 30 days. But... say someone's been in this lifestyle for a few months, maybe a couple years, and they've hit a plateau and they're just not feeling very excited or motivated. Do you have any advice for somebody to keep things fresh? Uh, I think it's going to be different, obviously, per uh, workout or if it's nutrition. Uh, I think with nutrition, uh, our since our bodies are changing, our hormones are changing, we're always aging, uh, our needs change as well. So when I first started paleo, a really high, high fat diet was super critical and important for me. Mm -hmm. And I saw great results from that, but over time it didn't work for me and high fat is not exactly what I need now. And it took me a little bit to find that. And it's kind of playing with your diet and changing things up, maybe adding in more carbohydrates, taking out more carbohydrates, adding in fat, taking it out, um, changing up what protein you're eating on a regular basis. So I think messing with your diet is important because you're always changing and your body composition is changing and you really have to figure out what works for you. So I'm constantly messing with that and seeing what works and what doesn't. And I think with uh, when it comes to working out, a lot of times we can get Um, kind of plateau because maybe we're just in the same routine and the body's just used to that. And that's what I love. Why I love CrossFit so much is I never get in a, in a plateau because I'm constantly doing different things and sprinting or running long distance or lifting heavy weights or lifting lighter weights. Um, so I recommend finding, maybe finding a new workout. Maybe Mm -hmm. you've been doing, um, a workout for a certain amount of time and you're just not seeing the results you did at the beginning, well, maybe it's time for a different kind of workout or maybe it's time for you to increase that weight or push your run a little bit longer or your walk a little bit longer. So constantly messing with things because maybe something that worked for you a year ago is not going to work for you now. So you got to change things up. You got to try new stuff. You got to 
make yourself a little bit more uncomfortable and push yourself outside that comfort zone. But if you do those, you're going to see results. You just got to make sure you stick with it. No matter if it's just still working out on a regular basis, you got to stick with it because results will come. You just got to dabble around with different stuff. Mm-hmm. And stick with it. It's it's such an important thing to note because so many when we, when we go from being comfortable, maybe for a year, we've been comfortable in our diet and our workout routine, and then as soon as things get a little bit uncomfortable, we want to give up again. Yeah. And so yeah, you're right. Exactly. Stick with it. Give it a give it a good shot. Give it a good, you know, a good amount of time, whether that's a month or a couple months, depending on how quickly your body responds. That's yeah. that's awesome. What um, I know you get a lot of questions on social media and on your blog. I'm just kind of curious, what do you think, what's what's a question that you get the most often asked of you? Um, and then what are what's a question that has been one of your favorites that you've, you really thought was really thought provoking and something you kind of wanna, it gives, inspires you to expand on? Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that one's a tough one. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see okay wait start with the, fir- the first okay. question yeah so what's the question you get all the time on your blog or social media outlets that we can answer recipe question mark <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the one I get the most I'm like okay I literally I literally have 650 recipes for you but let's see the question I probably get the most um often is let's see you know what? I get this question a lot, which I think is really funny. And it's, um, what is your secret to abs? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. And that question pops up all the time and there's no, there's no secret. I want to put that out there to everyone in the world. Mm-hmm. There's no secret as you know, Cassie, there's no secret, um, to abs out there. There's no secret to a flat tummy. There's no magic pill all there is is hard work and just like we talked about consistency with eating a healthy diet and working out on a regular basis sleeping a good amount drinking a ton of water there i wish there was a secret magic potion but there really isn't and that's what i tell people on the blog all the time if you stay consistent if you limit your alcohol if you limit your sugar and if you just take care of yourself you're going to see results so that's like the one of the big questions i get um on instagram and on my blog on a regular basis and Mm -hmm. as you and i know there's just no secret and that's a but that's just the answer in the end yeah there is Um, no secret there's no substitution for hard work None, none, and consistency, and you just have to you just have to stick to it. It's not going to be easy if you have a goal that is outside of your current norm. Then you're going to have to get uncomfortable for a period of time to achieve it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, totally. That's (laughs) that's a good thing to cover. (laughs) Yeah. And second question. What's the second one? Um, is there a, a, a great question that you've gotten recently where you were like, dang, that's a good question. I'm going to think about that. Or, You know, I, I've been like, I like when people kind of request a certain post. Mm-hmm. And I know you actually did a post like this recently, but I had this on my um, agenda to do at some point. And just we're talking about pots and pans and people ask about mm-hmm. pots and pans. And I just kind of think that everybody knows that stuff because I just like go to the store and I just pick a pot or pan that looks good 
And so I just have a, I'm going to like put together a pots and pans post because I know that is helpful to people. So I like hearing that kind of stuff like, hey, would you do a post about your hair routine? Hey, would you do a post about how to style a scarf? Stuff like that because that gives me inspiration and that's what I need to keep my blog fresh is inspiration from other people. Totally. Well, that's really good insight because if you guys are listening and there's something that you're just dying for Julie to write about, go tell her. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Come to my Instagram and spread some positive chat over there. I love that. Yeah. Positivity. Let's go let's go flood her feed with positivity. Really good yeah. notes. On that note, that's something that I do like to touch on is you know, regardless of how many emails and questions and things that we get, if you like something that somebody's working on, go tell them that you like it and you appreciate it. And it might sound a little trivial, but bloggers tend to work in a little bit of a vacuum. And we, we work really, really hard. Julie works really hard, you guys, to bring great content every single week. And if you're consuming content, whether it's from Julie or another blogger that you admire and you like their work, take, a, take just two seconds to go and tell them that. And it really, it goes a long way. It really does because it's so easy to read the negative and to really take it to heart. And so if more positivity can come in, the better our lives are and the more we want to keep doing this. It's true. It's true. There have been days when, especially I was kind of in a slump earlier this spring and Julie called me out on it. I don't even know if you remember this. I was telling Kimberly about it the other day because Kimberly's kind of in a period in her career. Summer times are just quiet for everybody, yeah. I think. And yeah. and it's just easy to kind of get in your head about, you know, is this, is this the right thing? Am I doing the right direction? Um, and I told her that I was having one of those moments. We were at Paleo FX and... You, Julie pulled me aside to all listeners, pulled me aside and she said, Cassie, you're not being your normal positive self and I need you to talk nicer about yourself <laughs> and your business because you're doing really good work. And I needed to hear that, but there are some times where you are, you work in a vacuum and maybe you get three negative comments in a row. And then if somebody writes a nice email, it just turns my day around. And it totally. makes and it makes me want to like, I'm gonna go get in the kitchen right now and cook five new things. You know? <laughs> so. It totally does. It's so easy. I was PMSing really bad earlier this week and in a total rut. And it just really bogs you down when you get multiple comments putting you down for something you work so hard for. Mm. I don't I don't think people always understand that because maybe they work in an office and maybe your boss puts you down for one thing, but it's not multiple people um, that you've never met putting you down for stuff. So I think people don't understand how um, upsetting that can be. And so when you get positivity and someone just reinforcing this, what you're putting out there, it helps so much. They have no idea. Yeah, it really, it goes a really, really long way. Yeah. Oh man, I love that. Well, yeah, just, and you tell your friends too, listeners, you know, just let's go, let's do this. Let's flood Julie's Instagram on Monday with sweet yeah. notes. I love that. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> I love that. Okay. Awesome. Okay. So I just have a couple more questions for you before I let you go. Um, it's something that I really like to ask all uh, business owners that come on the show, but what advice would you have for somebody who's looking to start a blog? I know a lot of listeners here they either just started um, maybe a business, maybe it's a maybe it's a recipe blog, maybe they're trying to launch a product and bring it to market, or they just have a vision and they haven't actually taken the steps to make it happen. It can seem really intimidating. So, do you have any just 
one to two pieces of advice for somebody who's looking to get started? I always tell, whenever I get an email about this, I always tell people you need to make sure you work hard every day. And when you're creating your own business or you're, you know, you're becoming an entrepreneur, if you don't work every day, your business is not going to grow. If you want to make money, you have to make that money. And that's it at the end of the day. So that means all the back end stuff. That means all the social media shares that, you know, that just means a lot of hard work. And so I always recommend that people post on a regular basis. If they're starting a blog, share things on a regular basis and really share your voice. If you want to be cookie cutter, you may make it, but I think people like to hear from different voices. And so be yourself, be exactly who you are and put it out there. Um, share stuff on a regular basis. And to me, I mean, I've worked a lot of Fridays and Saturdays and Sundays. And so know that the work never ends, uh, but it's totally worth it in the long run if that's what you want to do. So also, and I always tell people this, everything doesn't have to be 100% perfect. I think that I intimidate myself sometimes because say I'm like, okay, I want to start uh, doing YouTube stuff, but I don't know what camera to use and I don't know how to do the editing and I don't think the lighting will be right in this room. And it doesn't have to be perfect. That's not why people come to watch you is the perfection on TV. It's your voice and it's your personality coming to life. So just make sure that you... Put something out there that you're proud of, but it doesn't have to be perfect at the beginning. If you're in this for the long run, it's always going to get better and better and people are going to see that, but they're going to come back because of the voice that you put out there and the hard work that you put out there, not the perfection. Awesome advice. That's that's so killer. It's so true. Yeah, it. And it's timely because I have a video that I'm procrastinating putting up because it wasn't perfect. Thanks, Julie. Totally. <laughs> so and I I'm the same way. Like I want to do videos, but I'm just so intimidated by it and mm -hmm. don't want like people you just don't want to get negative feedback. And I think that's what's intimidating, but you're gonna get po more positive than negative, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's so true. It's always you jump and for and it Every time I've done something scary like that, I've always been relieved. I did my first Facebook Live video um, a little over a week ago when this show airs, and I was terrified to do yeah. it. I was. So I know. I'm scared to, too. Oh, my gosh. I was so scared. And Snapchat's great because I think people who follow on Snapchat are like, you know, it's the ultimate tribe. Um, everyone's very nice and we have a good community. And so I told Snapchat to please come over there and say nice things to me because I was so nervous that people were going to hate. And it was, and it was a huge relief because it went way better than I could have possibly imagined. So I think that's I'm, really, go ahead. I totally want to do that. And I, and I like got on and tried to figure out Facebook Live and I was like, I don't even know where to go. And so it's like learning curves too, because you don't know how to do new stuff. And that's what's kind of scary about starting your own business, but you figure it out. I'll you be do. texting you to figure it out. Yeah, text away, girl. I got your back. Yeah, and that's true. And I wanted you guys, and I want you guys, I'm glad you're hearing this from Julie, because from the outside looking in, you might look and see, gosh, this girl's got everything. Like she just must wake up and automatically know how to do all this stuff. And and it's not. You have to success doesn't come easy. It's no accident. You have to work really hard. You have to constantly be committed to learning new things. And I think you're a great example of that. And and also to your point, I don't remember who said the quote, but it was 80% of success is showing up. 
just get it out there. Just publish it. You know, just show up every week, stick to your calendar and get it out. That's more important that you get it done than you get it done perfectly. Exactly. I talked about that with working out the other day. I didn't want to go to the gym, Mm -hmm. but you just show up and then you are done an hour later and that's it. It's fine. Totally. It doesn't have to be the best workout in the world, but you were there. Exactly. That's awesome. Okay, Julie, thank you so much for joining. I won't keep you, um, but I want to quickly talk. If you guys follow along, we are doing a book tour for the Fed and Fit book in Practical Paleo Second Edition. Diane San Filippo and I are hitting the road together. And Julie is joining Yay! us. <laughs> for I can't wait. That's oh, going to be so fun. I miss book tour. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. She's going to be with us in Phoenix on September 13th, Kansas City on the 15th, and then Denver on the 16th. So be sure to come out. And if you are going to be able to make it to those shows or any of the other ones that we've got scheduled, um, we're going to be from San Francisco all the way to Austin, Texas, New Jersey, Chicago. Please go to Fed and Fit Events. It's up at the top menu bar and RSVP for those so we know to expect you. So that's awesome. And be sure to check out Julie. She's at PaleyOMG um, on all social media platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. You got to go find her on Snapchat. It's the best. And and then, of course, PaleyOMG.com to take advantage of her. You know, I feel like when you tip a thousand recipes on that blog, Julie, you're going to have to throw a virtual party. That would be so awesome. It's great. That's just so crazy. That's so many recipes. That's it doesn't so many. feel like that. It doesn't feel like that at all. It feels like I've made maybe a hundred. Yeah. Oh man. Keep it up. You're doing amazing work. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thanks for being a part of the project. You're um, the best cast. You're the best. I just love you. And you guys go spread some positivity, love and light. It's all, it all makes a huge difference. So thank you so much for joining me, Julie. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, Cass. You're the bestest. (laughs) You are too. Talk to you soon. Bye.